Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Wells Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Hi, folks. This is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, uh, we're here uh, doing a podcast. How about that? It's exciting. It's actually starting to warm up in Vegas. It's getting warm. Uh, we're coming out of the COVID lockdown stuff, which is exciting. It's very exciting. So, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be, uh, we're uh, broadcasting close to uh, Memorial Day weekend, which is the uh, uh, unofficial uh, opening of uh, summer. And it's, uh, I think it's going to be 100 degrees on uh, Monday. So it's it's starting that process. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but the, nothing, that's the, the daytime. And then at nighttime, of course, it's 80 degrees with a desert breeze. And it's just, it's hard to beat uh, Las yeah. Vegas at night. Uh, in the summertime. Yeah, it is gorgeous at night. And I love that. Yeah, being by the pool and just relaxing is exciting. It's good stuff. And the pools are open. And as you uh, note, is the word open is is really coming to its fruition right now. Uh, the pools are opening up. The city is uh, is opening up. Um, most of the major hotels are hiring. Uh, you, you, you drive around town and, hey, we're hiring. And yeah. some folks, they, they got the go-ahead for capacity, but they don't have the staff uh, right. to go ahead and do it and do it the way Vegas does it. Uh, folks, we, we take care of a lot of folks in um, in, in Cirque uh, du Soleil, uh, and, and you have a history, of course, uh, with, with that as well, and all that's uh, coming back, as well as we take care of the, a lot of the gals at uh, the, the pools um, and uh, the bottle servers. Um, and so it's feeling like everything's opening up. We have a big hotel opening up uh, soon at Resorts World, uh, Circa has uh, opened up downtown first, uh, yeah, a great property. big, uh, property in decades down, uh, downtown and the pool with these huge screens, uh, and you can bet the sports while you're down there. It, it could be a game changer. There's some really interesting things going on here in Las Vegas now. And getting back to hospitality, nobody does hospitality better than, uh, Las Vegas from food to dining to shopping to just the experiences that you, that you have. Everybody is really a raring to go. Speaking about that, have you, we've been having a lot of people coming in, I guess actually moving here from California. We were just talking about that. Some big, large celebrities just purchased homes in Las Vegas. Also talking about Beverly Hills has always been sort of considered a plastic surgery mecca um, and maybe Newport Beach and those places. But now a lot of those people are moving here. Have you been feeling uh, an increase in, oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously as coming out of COVID, you're probably getting busier anyways. Absolutely. But. Two things, I think two things are happening and you, you hit the nail on the head is, is yes, there are certain me- uh, meccas. There's, you know, Park Avenue in New York. Uh, there's some folks in, uh, in Miami, Newport Beach, uh, always Beverly Hills, always. Which are great. Uh, yeah. Right. And, uh, and I have friends of mine in, in Beverly Hills and they're terrific surgeons. I have one uh, that has nine plastic surgeons on her floor uh, in wow. this building. So it's really hyper dense. And those are the board certified plastic surgeons. That doesn't even um, consider the folks that are, are doing quote unquote cosmetic surgery and, and you know, aren't uh, board certified plastic surgery folks. Right. But having said that is, 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 is yes, one is coming out of uh, COVID. We're seeing more and more people coming in. Uh, I joke now, everybody's cutting their, you know, hair, nails, and Botox uh, done uh, to getting back uh, to civilization. Right. One, and also getting ready for summer, right? Yes, uh, and and especially those folks that are entering the world, try to get jobs and stuff. We've been um, seeing lots more people uh, getting uh, their earlobes uh, repaired if they've had gauges, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We've had, as the masks go away, we have more and more people getting their lips done and the nasolabial <laughs> folds true. done. Yeah. They've, they've been hiding uh, under the mask uh, right. for, for a little bit. Uh, people aren't liking what they're seeing on Zoom, and so they come in. So it's it's that's kind of interesting um, as well. But but to answer your question about folks coming in from Los Angeles, yes, we've been seeing more and more of that. 
and we we see that reflected one in the housing prices uh, now have just gone gone through the roof. Right. Uh, people exactly. are saying, okay, well, you know, it's really they've really kind of rethought their lives, and and so now they're they're getting out of the higher priced areas and coming into Las Vegas where you can still get a big house. So yes, they're discovering that Las Vegas is a real city with a real soul, and it has really good uh, doctors. We have really good, um, I think, plastic surgeons here uh, in town, orthopedic surgeons. People are actually flying into Las Vegas for healthcare. The Lou Ruvo Center for Brain Health, I think, is absolutely world-class. It's run by the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, And so there's lots of uh, really good docs here in town. And people were nervous about that uh, coming out of um, L.A. or San Francisco or or, or those, you know, areas. Uh, But they're finding it. And then they're finding us. And they say, oh, I've been going to Dr. XYZ in Newport for forever, uh, but, you know, I'm here now. And so, you know, we've been trying to service uh, those folks. But more and more folks are doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. They're coming in uh, from uh, the Golden State or uh, other areas. Yeah, and there's people, too, that sometimes they want to get surgery. I mean, actually, even my ex-wife was in Dallas. She, she came out here. We, we did sure. a, you did a consultation with her. Because there's a lot of people, too, that don't necessarily want to do the surgery where they live. Especially the, the, uh, the L.A. Hollywood crowd. And yes, they can go ahead and get really good care down in in Los Angeles, uh, of course. Uh, But some folks uh, would come up here because they really wanted to be as uh, anonymous as possible. Discreet. And uh, so they would come uh, come up, um, and not just me, but other plasters in town. You bring them through the back door. You put them under assumed names. You do all the things you need (laughs) to do. Uh, You do the work. And what's nice is, is they don't have TMZ running around looking at you. Exactly. You don't have guys, you know, tipping off. Uh, you know, the tabloids of, oh, yeah, she was in this elevator. And gosh, the elevator goes to a floor where there's a plastic. Um, so in that regard, that's always been kind of a thing in La- in Las Vegas. And there are plenty of people that you would know um, that have been through the office. And uh, anything that happens in the office, we really, really keep it uh, close to the vest because, yeah. you know, we have to. And we really pride ourselves uh, on that. Yeah, there's actually, and, and it's interesting because there's many celebrities that live in Las Vegas, people that you would never even assume live here. Yes. <laughs> From rock and roll people. So, so it's oh, really so t- interesting. Well, it yeah. is. For titans of business, yeah. uh, you know, everything, you know. Boxers, fighters. So, uh, and, you know, boxers and fighters and celebrities and, uh, and you know, and ball players and. Um, in Nevada, again, I know I sound like I'm on the you know, the the rah rah Nevada uh, uh, program, but <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, you move from California. And I love California. Get me get me wrong, um, but you but you move there and your taxes go down twenty percent. Right. Um, exactly. And in Nevada, there's no corporate tax. There's no uh, there's no state income tax. There's uh, there's no state tax. So people really like it. And that was actually uh, I was talking to Mark Mark Davis, who owns the great guy owns uh, the um, Raiders. And he said, yeah, that was actually one of the things the NFL really looked at when considering sure. places uh, is, is, you know, okay, so you're going to have one team that's going to have a, uh, you know, have homes here and be part of the city here and um, not to have a terrific tax burden. So, so that was absolutely one of those things that the NFL and the Raiders and everything looked at uh, mm-hmm. when they were, 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 um, were making those suggestions. Yeah. And that's actually, I mean, it's, it's now exciting because we have, uh, I mean, to get into the sports thing, but we have the Golden Knights who is... Now they're in the playoffs. You guys, just, actually, you just went to the game last night. It's 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 spectacular. Actually, I was working late. Uh, I, I was working. My wife <clears throat> went to the game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so Your that's wife. that's okay. I saw a photo. Uh, I so that you did see a photo, and you saw that was her it, work and, husband. And that, that was no, that was my stand-in. Uh, that was. <laughs> Uh, so that was, uh, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Feinberg from uh, Fox 5. Uh, he uh, he was my stand-in uh, last night. He's much better looking than I am, so I probably should be worried. Uh, so, uh, no, no. And they, no, 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 he's a friend. And uh, 
Uh, yeah, they had a great time. There's, and then there was only 12,000 people in stands, and I guess they got to go ahead for full capacity, 18,000 people. How exciting. And uh, it, the Golden Lights has just been a phenomenon. I mean, they came in. We had one October. They were exactly what the town needed uh, for that. Mr. Foley has, has run a class organization the entire way through. Uh, Mr. Davis, for example, or made happen. There's a few high schools in town, and the football fields were just terrible, and they've been terrible for 30 years, right. uh, including my alma mater. And uh, he says, yeah, he says, you know, go ahead and, and he replace the entire field. And so he really wants to be part and parcel really of, uh, yeah. of, of this town. So, yeah, so now we have the Knights, we have the Raiders, we have the WNBA team, which, by the way, uh, Mark Davis just bought. Um, and they're talking to us now about we have AAA baseball. They're now talking about Major League Baseball. Uh, they're they're talking yeah, it's about a pretty exciting time. All sorts. Of, it's a very and I just found out again from my eclectic uh, self is uh, the National Lacrosse League just went ahead and gave a franchise uh, here. So that's indoor box lacrosse, which is very exciting and it's it's fun. I was a lacrosse player a hundred years ago. I'll in believe college. you. Uh, so, <laughs> I've never seen lacrosse. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a so it's a, it's a bunch of fun. So uh, absolutely awesome. worth going in and checking it out. So yeah, so it's a very very exciting time for sports. And by the way, boxing's back. It never really went away. Yeah. We had boxing in the bubble during the uh, pandemic with some great fights, uh, as uh, seen on ESPN. And now we're actually getting people uh, to go. And they're starting off with, you know, fights with 2,500 people in or 5,000 people. So hopefully we'll get to the big, big numbers yeah, soon. Cause I'm actually going yeah. to see my first boxing match with you on the 12th. That'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm uh, excited. That's at the new uh, Virgin uh, right. uh, Hotel here in Las Vegas. Which looks amazing. Which is, uh, is pretty cool. And, uh, and all that it used to be the hard rock. We used to love the hard rock, yep. of course. And, uh, so we'll see what, uh, they do with the Virgin and, uh, yeah, it's a very exciting time. Especially if you're a sports fan here in Las Vegas. Cause we've known each other for quite a while. You work with a lot of boxers. Often sure. you're there at the fights and if they get cuts, you sew them up. Yes. Um, have you actually sports people, sports celebrities in general, is that a big part of your practice? Has it become a bigger part it's, since we have all these teams here now? Or? It's funny. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of, uh, of that. And yes, for, for years now, I've uh, treated boxers usually uh, on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some will go ahead and come in. And then, of course, their families will go ahead and, and come in and, and have things done. Sure. Uh, the, the fighters' wives or the, the entourage's uh, um, wives, et cetera, et cetera. They'll go come in and do that. And yes, the word gets out and, and such. Yeah. It's it's nice because I, the boxer will go ahead and get cut and he'll get cleared by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And then I'll come in and, you know, I walk in and the guy looks up and he says, oh, I'm glad it's you. I mean, the thing is, you want to get sewn up, but you also want to get sewn up without a gigantic, unnecessary scar. So, Impossible. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, and, and, you know, we've kind of been there, done that, and yeah. so we kind of we, we kind of know. And uh, it's been fascinating and very interesting, uh, et cetera. And, again, the fighters are, are terrific. Uh, they just want to fight. Uh, and uh, they've, they've, uh, they've all been uniformly been good to me, uh, et cetera, because they also know I'm there to help them. Yeah. You know, like, You've become like, friends with some of the fighters, yeah. some very well-known fighters. I don't know if you can talk about that or not. But sure. But it's pretty – Pretty neat, actually. It's it's a neat experience, and yeah, we've you know again, you stick around you know long enough, and you see their kids grow up, and they see your kids grow up, yeah. and, and and all that that sort of thing. And uh, it, it's funny. I was uh, at the end of the day, I was in the opera room. At the end of the day, I go ahead and look at my phone, and my wife sends me a picture of uh, uh, her, and at that time, uh, the the little one was a baby. 
um, and uh, being held by Manny Pacquiao. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. okay, so I'm working my tail off here in the operating room, and she's, you know, <laughs> she's hobnobbing with Yeah, she's hanging out with, you know, with Manny. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, 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 you know, God bless you her. You just so, got to love that guy, too. Right. So now, and, and to be, fa- and to be fair, because my wife may be listening, she works hard uh, yeah. also in that world. Right. So she was there for work. She's involved in, yeah, in all, boxing. Yeah, all of that good stuff. So, yes. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, that's, it's a fun, that's a fun, interesting world. I think. It seems like because of all these teams coming here, that's going to become a bigger part of what yes. you guys do. And especially with uh, with fights and et cetera. And, and again, even if you don't like boxing, go to a fight, uh, especially if you can, if you can swing at a it's big fight. It's such an event. Right? It's one, it's a spectacle. Two, it's an event. Three, it's the best people watching the whole wide world, right? Because you're, you're either you're in a big city and, you, you know, you get these gals that come in with the fur, you know, coats and they're like, you really don't want to wear a white fur coat next to the, the, the you know, the ring. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so it's, <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's really great when you have, you know, the whole Filipino uh, crowd and then you have, of course, you know, the Mexican uh, crowd or the Puerto Rican crowd or the Irish crowd or the uh, British crowd. And they're yelling for their guy and it's yelling and screaming. It's 18,000 people uh, uh, chanting for, for their, their folks or the Belarus folks or the Ukrainians. It's all, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it reminds it's, me it's of uh, growing up watching the Ali fights, which Bob, oh, of course. Bob Aram was involved in. And sure. Those guys and-, and that's what ESPN recently did. And I wish they put a little bit more shoulder programming on it, meaning like explaining, okay, this is the fight and this is why this is important. Da, da, da. So they just kind of showed, you know, a lot of the library, which you have your, I had your Ali Frazier, Ali Foreman. Yeah, all all yeah. yeah, just, just great. And then, you know, guys, you know, like you and me would say, oh my God, I haven't seen this in 30 years. Yeah. Um, and then there's other things. Things like um, the golden age of uh, of boxing again, with you know your Tommy Hearns, your Roberto Duran, and uh, Sugar Ray's, and Marvelous Hagler, and, and Hagler just passed away, and they were showing uh, him and Tommy Hearns probably the most exciting three minutes in boxing. I mean, I don't think anybody blocked a punch, and uh, some of the compu the compu box numbers still stand up to this day yeah. of how many blows they threw um, in in that round. It was just. It's really yeah, it was a different, it was a different amazing. age, amazing. Right? <laughs> so, but yeah, but it's exciting. A lot of the middle middleweights are still very exciting. They're very fast, and now we actually have some excitement in the hollow, in the heavyweight division. Uh, we have Fury, who, by the way, just uh, to your point, just um, bought a house here. So uh, he loves Las Vegas. He loves training in Vegas. He uh, and so uh, and there's a lot of other notable notables that are mm-hmm. are building houses or um, are finding houses. Yeah, here it's really in Las an Vegas. exciting time if you're a sports fan. It's an exciting time to be in Vegas. Sure, all those things happening really sure. within the last few years. It's... And and everybody's going to their uh, other event, right? So you got baseball players going to the hockey uh, events. Yeah. You get hockey guys going to. Uh, fights you get yeah all of that and also doing a lot of um fundraising events which is oh, great they, that's right. what they've really done really well like the golden knights are just absolutely phenomenal uh and they still continue to be their foundation over there is terrific uh the raiders they really want to be part and parcel of the, of the community yeah, don't mind the two billion dollar you know uh, stadium they have but right. they really they are going to to again to hospitals to be out in the community they're really trying to amp up um, you know, high school and, and such football here. And uh, so far, everybody's really, really been a class act and something that they can really be proud of. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. Get the best skin protection from the ravages of the sun with Dr. Ross' really great sunscreen. Because you and all your loved ones deserve the best. Developed and produced exclusively by Dr. Ross. Really great sunscreen. For more information on looking good, feeling great, 
go to www.jjrothmd.com and check out the full range of non-surgical products. The plastic surgery, and, and actually, because we're coming into summer, but basically, really, this is the beginning weekend of summer. Right. When when people, uh, do you notice a certain, I guess, season when people contact you, getting prepped for summer? Yes, they, they're going to be outside. They're going to be at the pool in the bikinis. Yes, is there certain procedures. Yeah, that- there's some things can be seasonal. We talked about this uh, uh, a little bit before. Is is uh, facelifts are usually, and again, there's variations to this, but facelifts are usually in the winter time. Uh, I actually had one gal, uh, she was British, she was great. She wanted a new face for the new year, so she had her <laughs> facelift done on a New Year's Eve. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. So, uh, sure. And, wow. uh, and her husband was terrific, too. March, April, May, um, usually the, it starts getting nicer here in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and uh, gals tend to start thinking, uh-oh, uh, summer's coming, pools are coming, and right. so they come in for their breast dogs or the liposuction or their cool sculpting or or that sort of thing. So yeah, we see a little bit of seasonal variation uh, with that with that sort of thing. Yeah, and then maybe this year too, because of coming out of the COVID thing, maybe it's even Absolutely. bigger, Absolutely. Right? So yeah, very, very different. And then some, we have a little bit of down times when uh, moms especially get their kids back to school and that kind of thing, like uh, around August, September, uh, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. There's a little bit of a lull. But uh, lately, actually, uh, we've been... We, thankfully, we've been busier around the year, around the clock. But oh, so that seasonal variation is still there, uh, although we seem to have a baseline right. uh, now of folks coming in and getting stuff done. And especially, as you know, coming climbing out of the pandemic, uh, I think that uh, part of it, us for probably a good you know six to twelve months. Right, because a lot of people are sort of playing catch up. Right, they had ideas they were going to do surgery. And then COVID hit, they couldn't, because you couldn't get into the hospitals for elective stuff. Yep. So that's, you're still playing, really going to be playing catch up for another year. probably. Absolutely. Right? absolutely. And, and, and I was actually blessed because we were, we were dead in the water for two, uh, two months. We didn't do Botox, nothing, two months. And I figured that, well, it's a big commitment uh, for time. And you got to get off work and you have somebody to take care of you, et cetera, et cetera. And um, basically, I said, okay, well, we have to take these people off the schedule. And I'm like, okay, well, half of them aren't going to reschedule. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I was blessed. Every patient was very understanding and yeah. said, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I'll pick, you know, six months from now. I'll pick nine months from now. Nobody fell off the board. And uh, I was really blessed by that. And that yeah. really gave me hope. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be okay. And we're going to go ahead and get through this. And, and yeah. we did. And so here we are, thankfully, I think at the tail end of it. Well, we talked about that before too, because even though you're a plastic surgeon, people have a certain th- thought in their mind, how that is and how, how you guys are or whatever. But I mean, it's still a business. You still have to pay rent. You still have to buy supplies. So like sure. that business aspect of it is still important. You, sure. The you, over, the overhead continues. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't lay anybody off or anything else awesome. like, uh, like that. Uh, and so, um, so we, we, you know, just kind of continued onward and, uh, you know, um, someday became today. Well, someday we'll go ahead and clean out the back closet. Well, today, someday. And <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you have to take advantage of it. And yeah. so that's, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of what we did. And, um, so yeah, so, so yes, there is some seasonal variation. I think that that's now being layered on top of, Hey, we're climbing out of this pandemic and I have to get myself right. Some people are changing jobs. Some people want to go ahead and uh, do different things. You know, using plastic surgery, uh, and by plastic surgery, you also mean aesthetic medicine, your Botox, your fillers, et cetera, right, et cetera. Right, and, and cool sculpting, et cetera, to go ahead and get themselves ready, whatever that means, for uh, whatever their, their next um, chapter might be. 
talking about the subject of like running an office, running a business. Is that something they go over in school when you're going to medical school? Do they that's, talk about that or should they a, talk about it? That's more? a great question. <laughs> I, the, the medical model, the, the medical model is basically, um, you know, you're there, you're studying medicine and it's really an all encompassing task. And, and especially when I was going through, we were working 120 hours a week, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, I know that sounds like a, a lot, but again, you're bowied by your, um, a fellow residents and you're bowed by the nurses and it's, it's really a, a team effort, you know, so you do that, you continue to go, you know, onward and, 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 and forward and it, it just, it makes it, it makes it happen. As, uh, so as far as like doing that kind of thing and setting up offices and all that, is that a very involved thing? How do you, how do you learn how to do that? Is right. That- so, so yeah. So to your, so to your point is, is, so do this, this training. It's I, really so ask I think a lot of people, they kind of take no, that so, for granted. No, so, so you, you do all this and their model is, is okay. All I got to do is learn lettuce and eh, the rest will take care of itself. Right, right. right. So in the 18 years of education that I got to become a doctor, right? So, uh, you know, four years of, of college and four years of uh, medical school and 10 years because I did 10 years of postgraduate training. Uh, I, I did not get one day of how to run a business. <laughs> yeah. Now I could crack a chest open. I can open up your skull. I can put my hand into your chest and, and stick my thumb in your heart. I'm, yeah, I can do that. But right. somebody gave me a profit and loss statement when I very first opened up my office. I'm like, what's this? And they're like, are you at what? So they don't teach that. No, right? they, and they teach you some medical legal stuff and they teach you that kind of stuff to, you know, so you're, uh, you're a little bit aware. Yeah. And that was at the, at the senior residence conference. But, but now there's aware of that because they think that everybody's going to go into academics and you're not going to have to worry about this because you're going to go work for a university sure. and you're going to go ahead and do your thing and write papers and all that kind of stuff. Somebody else is going to deal with that. Yeah. Right. So now there's, there's different consultants in places so you can actually do that. And now there are actually places that you can get an MD, MBA and you can get an MD, MMM, which is a master's of medical management right. and, uh, and all that. So there is some acknowledgement of, oh yeah, these guys probably have to do, you know, business uh, as well. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so the rent goes on and the overhead goes on. And yes, a lot of these, a lot of us are kind of the quarterback. Social right. <laughs> well, yeah, we're small business owners. Right, and exactly. so again, you know, the PPP, you know, really helped us out uh, as, cause again, we're small business right. and, um, and then we have overhead and, uh, and my landlord also helped us out and, awesome. uh, he was, he was great. I have to tell you, um, great guy. And so we called and we said, Hey, you know, we're, we're down for the count here. And right. he said, he says, Oh, he says, we love you guys. He says, uh, he says, you put a lot of TI into the place. He says, your patients don't even touch the walls. Right. So it's not like pediatrics where, you know, there's sure, Cheerios yeah. all over the place. And, um, <laughs> which is great. Love pediatrics, but you know, they make a mess. It's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I have a little one. And, uh, and, uh, he said, uh, he says, yeah. And you pay like a slot machine, you know, every month there's no, right. he's like, tell you what, he says, take this month's rent and put it on the back end of the lease. Oh, and awesome. I went perfect. Yeah. That's, that's exa- great. Perfect. And so that just helps us. I mean, we owe it to them fine. Uh, but we just couldn't do it now. And, yeah, so- and I only bring that up because I, I think a lot of people, you know, and we had talked before about like the student loans and, and all that kind of stuff. And people just assume that, Oh, you're a plastic surgeon. You must be really wealthy and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they don't realize it's actually, there's so much right. that goes in, right. involved so there's, in that. Right. right. There's the opportunity cost. And, and by that means is, you know, you're, you're working, you're working, you're working and they're not paying you much because that's how it goes. And then at the end, the, you know, the, the thing is, is okay, at the end of the tunnel, you get paid, you know, enough, and you'll pay back your student loans sure. and everything else like that. But guys now are coming, and gals, are coming out of um, schooling with, you know, a quarter million, half a million dollar right. debt. Uh, and then 50, Like a house payment. 50, <laughs> yeah, right. And 51% now of doctors are employed. 
Uh, and so because it's because they don't want to go ahead and take the chance or run or run their own practice. So it's a very interesting dynamic uh, that's 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 going on. Yeah, here. the whole world's kind of changed a little bit. I mean, I guess obviously COVID, um, the lockdown too, really did put an emphasis on that. Trying to figure out the business aspect. Sure, of it and- sure, absolutely. And then and some of the docs that are in rural communities. Uh, are really struggling, uh, especially some of the surgeons and such, because again, the the money from insurance payers or government or whatever who's paying you, yeah. you know, one they make it difficult to get paid because again, they're a corporation and that's what they do. Um, but yeah, on the day to day, it may, it makes it tough for the individual practitioner. So so many guys now you see are more and more groups and groups that are joining groups because there is. You know, if you have one machine, and if you're the only guy that uses it, well, that's fine. But if you have four or five guys that use the same machine, well, then that makes sense right. monetarily. Yeah. So we're seeing that more you and more. The burden a right, bit. and we've seen that especially in cardiology groups and in some of the surgery groups and everything else. Plastic surgeons oftentimes we don't flock well together unless we're doing uh, reconstructive surgery, and then you need you know many hands make like work, and so sure. that's that's very very helpful to have a, a few folks in with you. So yeah, there's a changing landscape. The bottom line is, is, especially with my work with the medical societies, we really want it to benefit the patient. What's the best model that the patient will want to have access uh, to uh, medicine and then be able to get good uh, medicine at the at the same time? And when you're um, looking, and you have a, actually an awesome staff, and um, your office manager is a really great guy. Um, so when you're looking for staff and interviewing staff, is there a certain thing that you look for? I mean, one thing I really like about your team is that everybody's very nice. Yes, we're not uh, efficient, uh, and so we have consultants. They come in like, oh, yeah, you guys aren't efficient. I'm like, yeah, we know that. So it's just, you know. It's uh, always a struggle. So, you know, uh, Dr. Ross should see, you know, patients, uh, you know, every seven minutes. We're like, yeah, <laughs> no. So, and some of the family practice uh, folks have to have to do that or, or whoever, you know, yeah. those folks. Because you like to take your time. I, I do. It's it's kind of an issue I have. Uh, is is But I do want to get in the history and the whys and everything else. And you discover things. And then uh, they say, well, wait a minute. Maybe this operation isn't right for you. Maybe this one is. Mm-hmm. And I talk people out of surgery all the time. It drives my office manager just crazy. Uh, or less. If we can go from A to B um, and do less of a surgery, less of a procedure, then that's usually what we should do. Yeah, that's what's best for the patient. Right. So the bottom line is, is okay, if this is my wife or my cousin or my brother, what would I tell them? And that's my litmus test uh, for the advice that I, that I give. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's it. And like, you know, being the sort of the, the captain of the, of the ship, I think that you guys do a great job. And I know it's there's so many moving pieces in that. And a practice and scheduling surgeries. And is, uh, is that something you've always enjoyed? Is sure. To- I, I think that, well, you know, as a... Being in medicine as long as I have, and they train you to go ahead and try to be the captain of the ship. They train you to go ahead and be have some leadership capabilities, et cetera. But to your to your point is, is yes, we want people that work hard, but 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 basically have empathy and treat people as though that the way they wanted to be treated or want uh, their parents uh, treated. Right. So for me, that's that's really big. Um, and we've had some folks that are, um, you know, more efficient and everything else like that. But sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work in the uh, and the milieu that we have, the corporate culture, if you want to call it that, yeah. uh, that uh, that we have. So we're a little bit old-fashioned uh, in that manner. I guess that's – I watch too much Dr. Kildare. Uh, walk, uh, uh, Marcus Well, Marcus right. <laughs> dating myself. For uh, our, old, but, for our uh, older folks. So, uh, yeah, right? So, and then you have your mash and your and your, your, your shrubs and all that, yeah, that like kind of stuff. Cool. So the, the, the zany ones and St. Elsewhere, I guess. 
Uh, and all great shows. By yes, the way. they're all they're, they're all terrific. And then uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, of course, which is still running. Uh, right. So yeah, and ER. So there, there's, there's been some really good kind of good shows. I'm I'm kind of annoying to watch one of those shows with. Uh, <laughs> I because, You're like that's not right. This is yeah, right. oh well yeah, and I don't get into the detail. Okay, he's holding it wrong. Right? Right, right, I mean, right. I'm not that guy, you know. Yeah. And these guys actually, I have to say, the actors really do. Uh, do a great job of saying stuff like, you know, uh, schistosomiasis and, uh, yeah. you know. Because uh, you know, there's some words that are <laughs> rather challenging. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, gastroenterology, you know, that kind of. So, yeah, so that's that's number one. But like, you know, on House, and House is this brilliant guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't stand. He, yeah, you couldn't do that anymore. They would they would throw it. You can't be abusive to people anymore. So, um, been there, done that, lived that. But, uh, but yeah, so they would go through the thing. And I'm like, oh, he's got schistosomiasis. And my wife's like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, I went to medical school. What do you want? Uh, he's like, that's it. So I, yeah, I've been. It's okay. She's probably the same way with I, boxing. I've been, yes, I've been, <laughs> okay. I've been summarily ejected from uh, the TV room uh, yeah. for for that sort of thing. So yeah, oh, that's fun. Try, try to keep that to myself. So. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but uh, conversely, yeah, she'll go ahead and uh, uh, watch the How to Murder Your Husband shows. Okay, yeah, right before we go to bed. Nice. So yeah, and then well, worse, and then she'll say, no, no, you're doing it all wrong. Okay, you got to get rid of the fingerprints and the teeth. I'm like, really? So. So yeah, so you get too much information. Sleep with one eye open, right? So no, it's it, it's all good. But yeah, you got to watch what you, you got to watch what you're watching. Too so, funny. Yeah, um, tell people how they can find you. Online. Sure. So uh, we are all we're all over the place. So online, uh, we are at um, the World Wide Web. So www.jjrothmd.com. Uh, and then also social media, we are all over there as well, including uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Um, uh, MySpace. I think we. I think it's still up. <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore. I, I, Maybe it's so. That's uh, yeah. We're not on Friendster, uh, Friendster yet. There so, you go. yeah. So I know everybody's d- dusting off their You're t- Jack over t- here, TRS eighties uh, when I say that. But uh, but yeah, no, we're all over, and and we love questions. And so uh, if uh, you have any questions, go ahead and please contact us. Let us know about them, and we'll try to go ahead and put them on the air. And um, yeah, by all means, go ahead and check out the uh, the social media. Leave some comments. Uh, please subscribe. Oh, we have a YouTube page. I almost forgot about that. Uh, YouTube uh, page with a whole lot of kind of really interesting things as well. So, yeah, lots of stuff. And definitely, please um, message us with questions. We definitely would love to hear come up with other topics that you'd like to hear about. Happy to talk about uh, whatever you guys would like to like to know about. It's a big part of what we do. Yeah, so. questions are all the always the fun part. I would go ahead and give lectures and stuff, and I, I learn. Lecture for five, 10 minutes tops, and then right. open it up for questions. And usually that's really the fun part. Uh, and so by all means, we love to dovetail off of uh, questions and stuff. So if you have them, uh, if you've heard something or your friend heard something or whatever, by all means, let us know. And, and again, I say this in the office all the time with people that come in, I'd rather you spend 20 minutes with me than 20 hours on the internet. So yeah, let, let me, because this is what I do. Uh, so by all means, go ahead and give us um, uh, questions and we'll try to get the best answer for you. Awesome. And also a shout out to our friends in Asia. We actually recently did a, um, a live stream on Mixerbox and uh, we've gotten a lot of more new followers from Japan and Taiwan and all sorts of it's places. It's absolutely spectacular. So yeah, and I've, I've been to Asia uh, a few times. Just it's an amazing part of the world and you used to live there yeah. uh, for uh, for a while. And so, so hello to those uh, folks. And uh, yeah, by all means, Please do go ahead and uh, and give us uh, questions, and uh, this is the fun part, and so we love to answer this sort of thing. Awesome. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and please subscribe. Thank you so much for joining us. For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.